Praise the Lord. I want to welcome you today to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. You are in for a very special treat. Amen. I'm in the studio with Dr. Daryl Rogers. This is one of my favorite preachers. Uh, this man has a wealth of knowledge. Amen. And uh, he's been on here uh, with me before, and we always have a, a, a great time, <laughs> not just while we're recording, but the whole time we're here. And so we're going to be talking, amen, uh, for the next couple of episodes on what prayer is, the, the power of prayer, um, you know, why sometimes people don't have answered prayer. So there's a, a lot of different things we're going to be discussing concerning prayer. But I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, we would love for you, amen, to grab your Bible, grab a notebook, amen, take some, some notes, amen. You're going to write some things down, amen, because there are things that are going to be shared today that are going to help you, amen, tap into a, a higher level of receiving, amen, and a higher level of understanding, amen, as the Word of God is ministered to you today. Amen. And if you've been enjoying Kingdom Concepts, we would really like for you to uh, hit the subscribe button, like this, share this with others. Amen. Our prayer is to be a blessing and a benefit to you and to your loved ones. Amen. Uh, as we grow together in faith. Amen. It's so good to have you here, Doc. And um, I know this is a huge subject. And, uh, and I remember being in Bible college and, and you teaching on this. Um, but let's, let's begin like as if, uh, you know, someone just got born again, you know, that's watching today. Um, what is prayer? You know, how would, how would you describe what prayer is to someone that's never even heard of the concept? Well, it's a communication between you and the one you love. And so in life, we understand that when you're deeply in love, you can't say enough. You can't hear enough. The same relationship is what you should have with your Heavenly Father because the more that you talk to Him, the more that He talks to you, the closer that you get. So His words are meaningful because you're in relationship, in right relationship with Him. And uh, some people... Most people, I would say, they pray be, because they're in need. Mm. They're not praying for relationship. They're not praying because they love the Father. It's more reactive. It's more reactive to a situation or a circumstance. I heard a person one time, um, they were going through some things, and, and, and that's what we told them, you know, we need to pray. And they said, is it that bad? You know, it's like it, it's like it's the last resort. It's the thing that you do when you don't have any other options. And people have treated prayer, um, you know, it's 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 like the bat phone. You know, it's that thing you, that you reach for when there's no other option. And uh, and I remember even being a sinner, you know, being in situations that were not good. And even as a sinner, I'd cry out to God, sure, because I had no other choices, right. And, and what's amazing is that God answered a lot of my prayers. His mercy. Yes. His mercy is just uh, such a blessing. Um, but how important is prayer in a, in a person's life? Well, you know, the, the thing of it is, is that you can have relationships that you don't, you, you only take it to a certain level. Mm. So you can have people that you call friends, but are they really your friend? Mm -hmm. because if you don't spend time with them, you don't even know what they're thinking. You don't even know what they're dealing with. So here you have the Heavenly Father 
and he's saying, you know, like it says in Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray yeah, and turn from their wicked ways, repent, I'll hear from heaven and I'll, I'll heal their land. So it's not so much about God's willingness to do something. It's whether we are willing to enter into a right relationship with the Heavenly Father. Because God knows the end of a thing at the beginning of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So why wouldn't we consult with Him over the end of a thing. Why wouldn't we do that? It's because we're information people. And so even our own family, if they're not, if you're not careful, your own family can take you in a different direction other than you focused on hearing the voice of God over a situation. Other people love to hear for you. <laughs> but you know, the truth of the matter is, is that the only thing that has ever worked and ever stuck in my life it's when God says something to me. Yeah, I can still hear him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can still hear those words that he's talking to me. And what Jesus said, huh, his, spirit, uh, his words are spirit and they're life. And they're life, yeah. You know, when you think about um, <coughs> prayer in its earliest, most organic form was when Adam was right. created. Right. And uh, how, how, how was... How was prayer back then, that communication you said? How, how was communication between uh, the, the creature and the creator before sin? Well, it's face-to-face. <laughs> Walked in the cool of the evening. And so the thing of it is, I mean, can you imagine we strive for this relationship? And then, you know, we read books on prayer. We read books on getting closer to God and all that kind of stuff. But the reality of it is, it has to do with your determination. Mm-hmm. It has to do with your heart towards God. Do you really want to have a deeper relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear His voice? Yeah. See, you know, like you said, you know, here just recently, we're, we're great communicators. We're great at just jabbering. And the reality of it is, is that one word from God, we, we know this. One word from God will change everything. Yeah, it's so true. So we need the one word. We need to hear him. He doesn't need to hear us. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, because he already knows anyhow. He says but he says you have not because you ask not because you're not asking right. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask. Ask that your joy is full. Mm-hmm. Anything you ask the Father in my name, he's going to give it to you. Well, you know, anything anything. Isn't that something? Yeah. You know what I find amazing is that, you know, when, when, when Adam had that relationship with the Lord, like you said, that communication, it was something that was so solid. It was something that God desired. I mean, that was one of God's purposes for creating mankind was, you know, to have someone to be able to have fellowship with. And, um, and we know that Jesus came to restore that fellowship. And, uh, what's interesting is you, you see how, at the very beginning, you know, that communication that was taking place, that was the one of the first things that Satan came after. Sure. Was that ability for man to talk face to face with God. And, you know, as I studied the word of the Lord, 
you find people that did great things for God, great things with God, and they had the, uh, they had the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They had the testimony that they were a friend of God. And like you just said, face to face, ah, to, to be able to have that kind of relationship and to know that, that it was lost um, through disobedience to where when God was looking for Adam for that time that they would have conversation, uh, he was hiding from the Lord and he, and he feared God. And do you think that uh, fear remains a, 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 a constant factor that keeps people from wanting to spend more time with God? Well, you know, think, think about this. We, we've got to be so careful that we don't make the gospel of Jesus Christ a performance thing. Mm -hmm. Because you know as well as I do, when this is mercy extended towards you, it's when you're not doing your best. <laughs> it's true. You know, and thank God his mercies are new every morning. But, you know, if I think that if I do more, if I give more, if I pray more, if I study more, and I'm thinking that that's going to get me closer to God, not necessarily. Yeah. Because it has the attitude of the heart, and it's so ha it has to do with you. Because mm -hmm. we're all different. You yeah. can't say that there's a blanket statement of how we're supposed to be other than Jesus. We're followers of Christ. So what did Jesus do, mm -hmm. you know? He was the second Adam, mm -hmm. so he picked up what the first Adam failed at, and he made sure that whatever decisions that he made were all directed from the Father. Now, just think about our, you know, our situation. If he's given us the power to get wealth, mm -hmm. okay, the power to yeah. get wealth, and we know the, all of the other scriptures that have to do, he takes pleasure in the prosperity yeah. of these people and, Deuteronomy and all that, yeah. all that, you know? So why aren't we prosperous? Why isn't the body of Christ prosperous? Why, why don't we have issues like we need a building for $10 million? Mm -hmm. It should be there. David Oyedipo never, did, never built one building without having the money already in the bank. And it wasn't wow. American money or European money. It was Nigerian money. Yeah. He has a jet mm -hmm. that's bought with Nigerian money. Yeah. And so the thing of it is, is that if somebody can do it, he's not a respecter of people. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you and I need to say, you know, what's missing in us? Yeah. Because I, you know, I've, I've looked at the vision of the church and I, I think, you know, God, why, why is this so difficult? Mm -hmm. Because truthfully, this is a house of faith. Yes. Amen. And you got pastors <coughs> that are doing everything that they know how to do in order to hear the voice of God. They even take counsel from other ministers that we're submitted to and let them speak into our lives and things. I, I just think this. We need a word from the Lord mm -hmm. over what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. and let them confirm it. Yes, that's Bible. We, that's Bible, because if they initiate an idea, then that can deter us. Mm -hmm. 
no matter how good they are, no matter how much we love them, we're, our responsibility is to hear the voice of God ourselves. Yeah, and then God says that he'll confirm it out of the mouth of sure. your witnesses. You'll, you'll, you'll discover in fellowship and, uh, and through those that, you know, have history with God more than your history with God, um, that they'll either confirm or, or they'll expose that what you heard was either yourself or it came from the devil. But, you know, I know for myself when I got saved, um, it, I, it, uh, it used to take me back when people would tell me God said, you know, um, and I remember going, God, I want to have that kind of relationship. I, I want to have a relationship, Lord, where, where you're speaking to me and, and I understand your voice. And, and when I got born again, that was one of the things that I endeavored to accomplish. I'm like, I'm going to know you, God, because I didn't want religion. Uh, I, I, I wanted to know him because I, I was desperate. I was, uh, I was at a place right before I got saved where I was... Um, you know, entertaining suicide quite often. I was, I was just a mess. And so when I got saved, I told God, God, I'm, I'm giving you everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. I, I, I want all of you for all of me. If you said you want me, then here's all of me. But I want all of you, and I want to know your voice. And so I dug in, you know, to the local church. Man, I made sure I was there so that when the word was spoken, I was there to receive it, you know. Um, and then... You know, I looked at people that I seen were strong in the Lord, and, and I sought them out to find out, wh what do you do right. to come to a place where you you know the voice of God? You know, I mean, I'd hang out with the widows in the church, you know. Sure. These, these ladies have been saved since they were six, and they're, like, pushing 90. It's like, I want to know, what. how did you develop that ear to hear? And, um, and it came through fellowship. Like you said, it came through that time, those times of communication. And, um, and I think where... A lot of people in the body of Christ as a whole have, uh, I, I don't even know if I can say they got off. I, I don't, it, it, you, um, you have to be on course before you can get off course. But I think some folks have majored in trying to be uh, experts at doing things for God without first being an expert with God. You know, putting that fellowship before what you do for him. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that you can't operate in the gifts unless the fruit of the Spirit is manifest in your life. Amen. It's interesting that in the Bible college, I had people say that the most important was the gifts. Really? And I said, yeah. Now, these are people that ought to know better. Yeah. You First know? Corinthians 13. <laughs> yeah. And so, I, you know, and I said... No, that's not true. In order for you to have a gift that operates according mm. to the will of the Holy Spirit, you have to have the fruit of the Spirit manifest in your life. Mm -hmm. So this is important to you. But you know, the, the thing is, is that you got so many people that they're trying to find another way rather than the way that we found now, now, think about this. You, you talk about this all the time, that you found your destiny at the altar. Mm -hmm. How many services do we have where there's altar time? Come on. Where we're just down there praying. Yeah. Remember, in the early days, Sunday night services could go to 11 or 12 o'clock. 
because we were hanging around the altar mm -hmm. and nobody was shutting the lights off mm -hmm. because we were seeking God. And you know what? We didn't know then what we know now. So has our information, has it tilted us away from intensity? Mm. Because the thing of it is, is that when you are hungry for the presence of God, what are you going to do? You're going to hang until you're in the presence of God. You and I know yeah, you're that tear when it. the power of God manifests itself mm -hmm. in a service, there is no denying it. Yeah. But you know what I noticed when I, as a young believer <clears throat> is that it was, uh, and granted, this, uh, this uh, phrase means something different in 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 our society at this point, um, but back in the day, the afterglow, you know, when you were in an, a service where, where the presence of God was so thick and the word of the Lord was so rich, you know, and, and it would extend beyond the time that was allotted for, you know, the service, you know, as it, like you said, that service is pressing into three, four, five hours right, long. Right. You always noticed that the intensity of it always increased those that couldn't handle spending more time, when they vacated, that it just seemed like God just kept on kicking it up more degrees. And what I noticed was that the encounters I had with God were more intense at those moments where there was more time tarrying, you know, really pressing in to, to, to hear what God had to say, just, just exposing ourselves. And, you know, one of the things that you had mentioned earlier, you know, with Jesus Christ being the second Adam, he showed us how important prayer was, right. you know, because everything that he did, I mean, you think about the amount of ministry. The Bible says that you, you can't even record, the earth's not right. big enough to not hold the enough. volumes of what he did in three years. Right. But yet, with all that ministry, he always made the time first to go be with the Father. Right. And that communication is so vital. I'm telling you, we cannot stress to you enough how important it is for you to spend time, quality time, in the presence of God. Not just giving him your list of all the things that you need to have happen, but to just give him your ear and, and let him speak. Um, because God always has something to say. I've learned that there, God never gives, he's always earnest <coughs> to spend time with us. Always. Always, never give you a busy signal. No, and the thing is, the thing is, is that our decision to be closer to Him is on us, because yeah. He already wants to embrace us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you know, you can't use that word "Abba Father" without coming to a different understanding that He wants to hold you like a child. Yeah. He doesn't look at you as some giant adult. He looks at you as a child that he wants to hold you and help you to accomplish, you know, like it says in Philippians, mm -hmm. he's committed to finishing what he's called us to do. Mm -hmm. So if he, he's committed, why aren't we committed? Mm -hmm. You know, why aren't we so intense that we know exactly what God is going to do with us? It's because we choose to go our own way. It's true. You know, I mean, it's, it's like this. West Coast is the bomb, man, because it preaches the word. Mm -hmm. So what could we do to invite the presence of God 
more in our services because the Holy Spirit needs to be in control. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're control freaks. <laughs> Come on. And, you know, I, I listen, I've been in over my head when the Spirit of God starts moving. I did not know what to do, mm -hmm. but at least I admitted it. Mm -hmm. I, I go, I'm, I'm in over my head. I don't know what the Holy Spirit is up to. I just know that it's His service and not mine. Amen. You know? Yeah. Because the thing of it is, is that we, we are the body of Christ, but if we're not being led by the Spirit of God, truthfully, we don't even know how to do anything like securing buildings or lands or anything. There is an answer. Yeah. I mean, Joshua 1.8, it just says this, that you will have prosperity and mm -hmm. have good success. Yeah. When you change the way you look at things by meditating in the Word of God day and night, day and night, day and night, and 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 but what I, what I you know what you what you see so often, uh, and, and I want us to I want us to read this. Check this out. He just quoted this Joshua chapter one verse eight. He said, "This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night." that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, amen, that's the key word, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. That word make means to create. Yeah. You're creating a way. Yeah. Amen. That you'll create the way that is prosperous and you shall have good success. And, and we'll get into this in, in the next episode. Right. Because the prayer of faith... Because yeah. prayer is, your prayer needs to be established upon something. That communication that we have with God is vital. But prayer, uh, strategic prayer, is us praying according to what the Lord has already done. What you said at the beginning of, of, of this episode, you know, that, that once, once God's done, that's when God begins. Yeah. And faith, uh, is faith required in your prayer? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to get it answered... <laughs> is this one of the reasons why some people uh, they don't see their prayers answered because some people they pray a prayer of desperation maybe I'm getting ahead of myself with this but you get some people they pray desperate Sure, it's like they don't believe that God can do it but it's like maybe he will and I mean how strong of a prayer is that that's double mindedness <laughs> don't think that man will receive anything from God <laughs> We'll be reading that in James here in the next episode, but it's 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 so important that we know that uh, you know again what prayer is. Prayer is communication, and prayer is it's not you trying to get God's attention. Sure, you know because God's ever present and God's ever willing to have time with us. And um, and prayer also and another thing that prayer is not. I think one of the things that you find out what prayer is is when you look at what it's not. It, it's also not you trying to get God to do something. Right. Isn't that usually what most people think, though? Well, I mean, you know, the, the Scripture kind of messes with you a little bit because if you look at the book of John uh -huh. and you look at chapters 5 and then uh -huh. you look at chapter 14 and then you look at chapter 15, mm -hmm. anything you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. So how do you qualify that? Because the thing of it is, is that if it doesn't happen, it must not be the God's will. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. <laughs> it, but you know, it's, it, uh, 
It's this is such a huge subject matter. It is. But you know, a couple of scriptures I want to throw at you real quick. Hebrews chapter four, verse three. It says this: uh, For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, it shall enter into my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. So again, we're not trying to get God to do something. Prayer is us agreeing with what God has already That's good. done. That's good. It's us agreeing with what he's already done. And, uh, you know, just to give you another little doggy bag, uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, and then also chapter 10, verse 35, they, they all pretty much say what I just shared with you. So prayer is the most important conversation, amen, that you can have. And we're going to be talking uh, more in this next episode about how important prayer is and uh, the prayer of faith. So I pray that you will join us. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed this time that we've had with you guys, and we look forward to being with you again. If you haven't already, hit that like button and subscribe, so that way you can receive uh, every episode of Kingdom Concepts. God bless you. Thank you for being with us, and we'll see you soon.